This is Opposite Attractions, Season 2, Episode 12, Look Through My Eyes. The challenge? A body camera attraction. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the happiest podcast on earth. I'm your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the Adventurers Club wannabe himself, Jim Mer- Hey! motherfuckers. <laughs> I, uh, I, when I edited last week's episode, uh, when he did my name, it was literally just a block of, just yeah. a giant block, and I'm like, holy crap, there's the way he says my name. I apologize to everyone at home that had to listen to that, because I just remember, because I did it, and I was like, I think I added enough, like, fluctuation and volume to where this won't be annoying, and then I listened to it, and I just heard, like, hey, and I was like, oh, I, I'm, no. I'm sorry it went up late. I had a, I had a some things to do i was out of oh, town yeah as the at, at the time of this recording it's not even gone up on youtube yet it's it's look man it's wrestlemania week i'm gonna have some buck wild things happening this <laughs> week so uh apparently not not shit has happened in the world of theme parks which is why I took it upon myself, because obviously this is a show where we build our own theme park, because we're the only ones that can do it right. And to prove our case, I have found some examples of people who have done it wrong. And, oh my god. So, the this is called... To hear this. The, well, it's a list of seven found on some fucking website that I don't know. <laughs> I'll send it to you so you can put the link in the description. But, the number seven... Caminata Nocturna, which I do know sounds like something that fucking Ash would say in an Evil Dead movie, but no, no, no. It is a theme park in the town of El, El Alberto, which, why they didn't call it Alberto baffles <coughs> me. El Alberto, Mexico, just a few hours outside of the Mexican, uh, Mexico City, but unlike the happiest place on earth... A run from the haunted boogeyman or a typical <laughs> visit to a roller coaster packed thrill site, La Caminata offers visitors the chance to experience a few hours of running around in the desert with the hopes of making it to the other side. It is a border fucking crossing theme park. Oh, no. The four hours. <laughs> a four hours, seven and a half mile illegal experience involving climbing under fences, avoiding wildlife, and hiding from the pat- park's employees who act as border patrol. P- fucking. What? Oh, I hate I to bring this. I hate to say this, but I, I'm actually shocked that that doesn't exist in the U.S. somewhere as like a dumb, like. Like yeah. survivalist, like paintball-based. Oh, like one of those touring things that give out like the barbarian challenge, except real racist. This is a real I'm racist like, barbarian. I'm just imagining like in the middle of the woods, like, Missouri or Arkansas yeah, yeah. or somewhere, just like you got to get from this point to that point, and oh, there's people in there, and they got paintball guns. Yeah. Good luck. 
It's an episode of Most Extreme Elimination like Challenge. The, like the Barkley Marathons, but people play defense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, up next, we have Bon Bon Land. And... <laughs> oh, my God. They show one of their rides, and it's a turtle with, like, the hanging seats that you swing around on. And the turtle looks genuinely horrified at what's happening. And the caption just goes, this ride looks as terrified as we'd be to get on it. <laughs> uh, th- a Danish sweets boiler. I don't know what that means. He boils sweets, I guess. <laughs> Michael Spangsberg created this park with the best intentions. But so apparently... It's, like, it's, it's basically a can. It's a, it's a theme park based on candy. Well... Kind of like uh, how in Pennsylvania they have Del Grosso's, which is, a, which is an amusement park based on spaghetti sauce. Yeah. Well, here's the... Why is that not on this fucking list? Um, <laughs> because it's just an amusement park. And <laughs> uh, apparently, something got lost in the translation between Bon Bon's Danish original rides to English because most of the rides feature names like The Farting Dog Roller Coaster and The Water Rat. <laughs> I love The Water Rat. The family How friend- went- <laughs> the family-friendly theme park could benefit from renaming attractions like the Skid Mark Roller Coaster. <laughs> okay, so that's Bon Bon Land. Up next, we have Dickens World, which is in Kent. And apparently, it's just like a shitty, like, tiny park based around Charles Dickens' novel. I think I've seen novels. that online. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like uh, Colonial Williamsburg, but it's like the yeah. ghost of Christmas past. But apparently, they they specify they go, we don't use any new technology. We only use special effects used in the Victorian era. Oh Jesus! Yeah. No, no. Other attractions include a crime and punishment, a tour through a damp prison, and a Victorian schoolroom. I don't know Those what's worse. The same thing. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, this one or the Noah's Ark weird theme park we talked about that one time where there's just like there were dragons in the middle of the ro- like Noah's Ark for some reason and dinosaurs alright uh, this is Grutas Park also known as Stalin World Grutas Lithuania <laughs> oh my god What's a Lithuanian... This is from the Phoenix New Times, by the way. Just reminding. What's a Lithuanian mushroom exporter to do after amassing a fortune selling fungus to the West? Build a Soviet prison camp complete with Lenin and Stalin statues, barbed wire fences, reenactments of Soviet festivals, and, of course, a miniature zoo. This was my hotel from the last uh, season, (laughs) I think. Comrade, uh, the duct tape toilet. Comrade, hello, comrade. The owner claims he founded it as a gift to future generations. Some find the park to be slightly insensitive. <laughs> Can't imagine why. Now this is called South. This next one is called South of the Border or Pedro Land Park. And the one in Georgia, or it, well, in, this, me, in South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a theme? Like, this says not only that, it's a gas station I don't campsite. consider South of the Border to be a theme park. I consider it to be a 
blight on the landscape of South Carolina. Oh, you mean um, this giant smiling Mexican man who looks straight ripped out never, of a parade? You've, you've literally never seen South of the Border. Oh my no, God. No, dude. So you get about, so if you're going <laughs> down, if you're going down I-95 through yeah. North Carolina, you get about a hundred miles from the South Carolina border and suddenly you see these gigantic signs that say like, like, um, like they, they, they say South of the Border on them, but they say like really like kind of racist mexican things yeah does it feature this parappa the rapper looking motherfucker uh, yes <laughs> okay um, yeah that it's pretty bad and then you drive up on it and there's like a there's a observation tower that is a giant sombrero it's like 100 feet tall uh, and then there's literally like i think there's a miniature golf course that looks like it was taken out of like someone's backyard yeah. Uh, there's uh, a motel that probably hookers have been killed in. Uh, there's a gas station and like one of those one of those weird like roadside strip molly type stores you see on the on that interstate where they sell oh, yeah. they sell literally everything and none of it's good. Now I'm reading something else. Does this r- sombrero this man is wearing actually rotate around his head? Uh, th- I think the observation tower might rotate. Oh, I okay. I think, but it's literally just like a giant, like it looks like an oil, an oil derrick wearing a hat. Yeah. Well, uh, coming in at number two is a ro- is a place that I've actually driven by numerous times, and it is the Holy Land experience. <laughs> <laughs> They've got replicas of holy spots. That, that and is a really wild, like a buck wild place to drive past if you don't know what it is. Yeah. It's really bizarre looking from the road. Wait, hold on. And then once it's explained, it's no longer buck wild. What's the concept (laughs) of Jesus theme park? Well, I'm just saying if you don't know what it is and you're riding by it, you're like, why is the Roman Colosseum there? Yeah. Uh, Head over to Shepherd's Field for a reenactment of the angels telling of Jesus' birth. He is risen, which is a natural hedge recreation of Matthew twenty-eight six, or of course, the whipping post to see a recreation of the place where Jesus was scorched. Well, they and do then, have the stocks in Frontierland. <laughs> I think there's a difference. No one's ever walked up to the stocks at Frontierland and been like, "This is where Christ was slain." No, they're just like, "Hey, this is a fun photo opportunity." Uh, apparently there are multiple uh, shows during the day in their 2,000-seat auditorium that I gu- guarantee has never been full uh, with depictions of Jesus' resurrection and I don't ascension. know, because there is also, over of International Drive, there's the uh, Mary Queen of the Universe shrine. It's, like, what? right there. What? You've never heard of that? You've never heard of the Mary? If you no. go, so if you're in, if you go up 535, whatever, whatever isn't World Drive or whatever in, like, where, where the, where, uh, oh, is it even open anymore? The, the crossings or whatever, or crossroads, you know, crossroads shopping center that's like right outside Disney Springs, like, if you follow that road out. Yep. So that road. If you go, if you get up to that light and go right and go down toward where like Olive Garden is and stuff and go back in there, 
there's like that's where the apartments are for some of the Calgarian people but there's also this big building and it's called the Mary Queen of the Universe shrine and it's like a museum and a church holy shit wait I know this place now that I'm the cause like that was my way of getting home from working at Disney Springs yeah, so, so now I'm like there's that um, now now Jim no Jim shut shut your mouth shut up because <laughs> I just hit number one on this list and it fucking blows all other six out of the water and it is in Jeju Island, South Korea, and it is known as Loveland. All right, we always we always imagined the ideal honeymoon as a romantic private getaway in a beautiful and exotic location. Oh, no. But then again, who really needs that mood setting when when you and the honey can be bombarded with sex and everything sex related at Loveland? They got the theme park. Oh, well, I didn't even have to get to my attraction to talk about dicks because they've got penis-shaped door handles, huge, huge grassy knolls shaped like breasts, over a hundred sculptures of various sexual encounters. Yeah, I think JFK would have noticed a guy if he was on a grassy knoll that was a big titty. <laughs> Let me see. Let me... Oh, my God. Okay, here's one of the park... This is a... Apparently they have a place where you can just go park and bone down and there's a <laughs> sign. There's a sign and it looks like a uh I guess the best way I can describe it is like a 10 meters this way uh is an exit or something except instead of it saying 10 meters it's just got m m m so it's got m mm, and two people fucking in there. The uh I forgot to mention so about this oh, that sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is like this is like a massive 20-foot statue of a stone woman having an orgasm, and next to it is the most unimpressed Asian woman I have ever seen in my life. She's like, all right, I see. Boy, this is some buckwild stuff that we can't show on the internet. <laughs> Here's a woman riding a giant green dick with a family of five laughing Asian women behind them. Man, there's a lot. Oh, their water fountains are dicks. Dude, there's too much happening right now on this <laughs> thing. I can't. Oh my god! They've built like a hand crank, like a twisting model that if you twist it, it makes the two, two cardboard figures bone. I can't show any of this. Okay, so Jim, this is a fucking show where we build a theme park. And our theme park has not as many dicks. Are you looking up Loveland on Jeju no, Island? No, I'm not. Okay, but uh, but this is where we build our theme park, Vista. It's all about voting, interacting, streaming. The problem with theme parks, it feels like you're being taken on a ride. Feels like you're not in control. That's why Vista, you're always in control, ladies and gentlemen. I just and, want to share with you. Okay. Um, I'm going to put this up to the camera so you can see one of the south of the border uh, road signs. Uh-huh. Uh, tell me if you can... No monkey business. Just Yankee Panky. Just Yankee Panky. Yeah, that's that's one of the older ones. They have ones that say, like, you never sausage a place, and it says sausage. Um, Like, um, there's ones that just say, like, caliente with fire. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Jim, we can't. We can't keep doing this. Um, Here, there's this one. 
Pedro no shoot Zibul. What the fuck does that not even add? That's just Pedro commenting about how he didn't shoot the bull. I guess it's, um, I guess it's no, it means no BS, I guess. But yeah, oh, and those, okay. they're literally every like two and a half miles going Jesus. every direction on I-95 and the surrounding interstates to get to south of the border. And it is literally like a truck stop with a giant sombrero on it. Fucking hell. So anyways, Vista. Uh, it's, it's taken on a weird internet theme, which I still don't understand, but it's perfectly fine. I didn't, I didn't go that direction this time. Oh no, mine, mine isn't. Mine, mine has some internet influence, but of course you gave us the challenge that we need a ride. (laughs) A ride with a body cam on it. I said attraction, I did not say ride. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, either way. Fuck you. Uh, (laughs) Uh, and so uh, that's why we've got this body cam thing that I don't understand. But Jim, you're going first because holy shit. So kind of like with my uh, meme attraction, I really thought of something in the vein of the Indiana Jones stunt show where they put uh, people in a theater and they take volunteers out of the audience. Uh, I'm, yeah. just, I- I'm going with four volunteers this time. Uh, they they put you they put the volunteers that they use in um, elbow pads knee pads helmet uh, and a vest where they have a body camera on their vest and they also have a camera that's on their face like that comes off the helmet so you can see their face and then they go into a they leave the stage area and there's a host on the stage and the four volunteers have like a guide with them. And they go back into a thing that I can only describe as essentially like one of the scare zones from Halloween Horror Nights. Okay. Maybe not as uh, potentially like scary on purpose like that. Like I don't think someone's going to like come out of like the wall. I mean, I guess that is a possibility, but I thought maybe there would be like it's combination maze and then like basically something that these four people have to work their way through with the help of their guide. Okay. Like, so it's, it, there's a little <laughs> bit of like a physical aspect to it. And then everyone in the theater is kind of watching on screen so they can see everyone's face and they can see what their body camera sees. And they tell, the host basically says that this is like a new version of like 4D entertainment, like a Muppet vision type thing or whatever, but where they're going to get to parts in their maze or in the back and they're going to have like <laughs> options of things to do. And so the guide will say like, okay, well, I think we can do this or we like, we could, we can go this way or we can open up this thing and they'll have like four different options. And then everyone in the theater votes on what they think the people should do, Uh huh. but the people don't actually have to listen to them. Like the host just kind of says, well, okay, they're, everyone out here is kind of picking B, uh, whatever, you know, whatever that is. And then yeah. the guide can say, Hey, you know, the, they're saying we should do this. And then they can decide whether or not they want to do it. But it would be random what would happen, but there would be, like, different sort of effects. Oh, okay. So, like, maybe they, they, they like, pull on some, like, lever to open a door and, like, they get water dumped on them. And then, like, water, like, shoots out of, like, the seats, like, and hits you, like, uh, like on Muppets or... Oh, okay. Um, Philharmagic okay. or something. And maybe they go into a room... And they do, like, they, 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 like, set off some kind of booby trap, and then, like, everything goes dark, and, 
like like rats escape or something, and like so you feel like the, the what the fuck feet, like you know like how they do on um what was it Honey I Shrunk the Audience I think did that. oh okay and I, I thought you meant well, yeah but the four audience members yeah they're I'm saying they can I I think there would be a way if you were in a confined space like that if the lights went out they could do something with a special effect where it would like something would hit their feet and it would feel like it was something oh okay but at the same time like whatever happened to them would happen to the people in the theater okay like it'd be like some kind of like it's almost like smell-o-vision but it's more like let's scare the crap out of people kill-o-vision exactly (laughs) now and I, I just think that, but I don't want to make it so like you see it one time and then the next time you go, it's like, oh, well, last time they pulled the lever and rats came out. Like, I don't want them to do that again. So I'm going to vote for something else, but maybe you vote for something else. But this time, like the lever would do like something like it would be a completely different effect. Like there'd be yeah, the yeah, same yeah. group of effects, but you never know which one's going to go off at which time and stuff like that. Okay. Now... So essentially, you're setting up an audience for quite possibly the weirdest text adventure from like the seventies. <laughs> you see I, a I door before. It, I was gonna just call it POV, like point of view. Yeah. Now, see, I'm down with that. Now, here was my my version was shockingly similar, except my maze was a little bit larger. In the fact that uh, we're not going to have utilidors and underground corridors because that's going to be our fucking maze. The entire <laughs> underground of fucking Vista is a maze. And so um, I've been very, I- I've been watching a lot of like maker stuff on YouTube. So dudes like making weird jam toaster robots and shit like that. And I watched this one guy called Sufficiently Advanced, and he made his own Cerebro helmet, like Magneto has, except his allowed you to control his brain, not for him to control other people's brains if you put the helmet on. And essentially what it is, is you put this helmet on and you have these two electric, like, stimulators on the back of your head on, like, Essentially, these pressure points, I guess, that controlled your balance. Are you doing, like, the movie Gamer? <laughs> Some oh, poor bastard. oh, you fucking wait, my boy. <laughs> and so, we put the helmet on them, and they have these two things, and what it does is it changes your balance. So you can go right, but you will probably fall over because your entire body is leaning left. So you will know what direction your person wants you to go. Who is your person? Who is your man in your chair? Well, Jim, let me answer you that. Some fucker at home. Because they they will have control of your ve- of your vessel, as it will, and are controlling you to escape this maze. So it's kind of just a normal maze. And then I was thinking about... Well, I was thinking about this, and I really liked this idea, and then I realized um, a problem, and that problem came from 4chan, because I (laughs) knew, (laughs) because I'm like, well, I don't want to give my, because, like, they could just have someone walking into the, in circles repeatedly. Um, I wanted to have a microphone hookup so you could, like, connect to them, but no, then there'd be people screaming in people's ears. Um... Also, people don't technically have to follow the instructions. They can go the opposite way, which will not be as fun for these two people working together. So that's why I made my improved version, inspired by hit film Ready Player One. 
So your body cam is actually augmented reality. So what you see as a person is a boring-ass corridor. What the person at home sees is that same corridor, except there's, like, collectibles all around, and there's monsters. So they have to basically, it's like you're in a world blind, and they have to be like, shoot, and then you pull up a gun and you shoot something in front of you. And then they'll be like, wait, no, there's a coin to the right. Go to the right. Now I hear what you're thinking. 4chan could still fuck this up. Which is why, uh, I, I think this may raise more problems than it solves, but I like the idea of us building a second theme park in virtual reality. And in virtual reality, you go around the park, and so that means someone had to pay to get into the virtual reality experience. That means they don't want to fuck up their, ex their ride time on POV. Because we can kick them off of POV if we need them to. If they're being a dick and whatnot. So that's one thing. So we have to build a second theme park. Other thing we need to build, we do need to build our own cryptocurrency. <laughs> because the coins you collect in the game will provide, like, whoever gets your... Basically, there's going to be a loot that you find. Your big loot box in the middle of it. And it's got ten Vista Bucks. And that's gonna be worth so. You get ten of the Vista bucks, and then the person helping you in the uh, the maze gets ten Vista bucks, and they're basically controlling you like a uh, like gamer. Um, and so, oh wait, hold on. It looks like um I forgot a zero. It was a hundred Vista bucks. <laughs> um, now I know I hear what you're saying again. Now we're giving out free money. Nuh uh. I'm assuming this 100 Vista Bucks gets you like five free Tootsie Rolls. Dude, it does, though. <laughs> the good ones. The good ones that are like fucking fruit punch flavor, yes, they're really exactly. good. Um, so I hear what you're saying. That's a lot of money to be given out. That's why you have to pay 10 Vista Bucks to get in. This is an exclusive ride experience because it's just such a massive thing. And uh, you have 15 minutes. You, okay, I was going to say, you can, there is a way to not win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have 15 minutes. And also, I like, have you ever heard of the game Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes? There's, I think it's like that, that's what it's called. Essentially, what that is, is it's, um, someone has like an actual pamphlet. The other person is in VR with a bomb, and you have to flip through the pamphlet for all the instructions to find or to help defuse the bomb. That's the situation here where the person in VR is going to know what the map is like and they're going to know about the enemies and everything that they're seeing. So they need to be providing the information, but the person who's actually in the mech suit has to, or not the mech suit, the person that's actually in the ride has to respond in time or else shit will go wrong. Yeah. They, like, I guess you could put them in, in a suit that could have like some sort of, haptic feedback like haptic feedback yeah, like yeah. an apple watch like all this like you get hit in the arm and like your arm starts vibrating oh no believe me electrocuting our our <laughs> customers was very firmly about to be on my list uh <laughs> i was just going with a little like a little you know feedback. nah dog gets electrocuted <laughs> if you get shocky shocked three times it goes up to 10 and then you're out of the ride amigo um, now How do they take you out of the ride. Um, uh, uh, tiny people with a stretcher. 
Oh, oh shit. I was just glad you didn't say oh, wait, never mind. I was going to say that would give you an easy way to find the exit is just follow the little people with the stretcher because you know they're leaving. But that's not the, the goal is not to exit. The goal is to find the uh, the Vista Bucks that you need so I, good. I was once in a uh, an outdoor maze in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina that was kind of like the walls were sort of like uh, – bathroom stall style where like you could actually yeah. climb underneath them if you wanted but there was an employee that could walk through the whole thing like without like he, like he knew the entire thing which kind of oh, took yeah. away it kind of took away from the idea that like they change it all the time because they kind of say that up front that like you never know what it's gonna be but this dude was just like why and i'm like can we just follow you and he just like did not appreciate that oh no one time me and me and good close personal friend of the show blake tanner we went to probably the shittiest maze that there ever were, but me and Blake like mazes because we're just like, stick to the left wall. If you stick to the left wall, you're always going to win. That's not true, but fuck it. So um, we went through, they were basically like, there's going to be two teams, and you guys are going to be racing. You go through it the forward way, then you go through it the backwards way, then you go through it the forwards way again. By the third time, me and Blake were sprinting. We knew the path so well. We were like, all right, we got this. Turn, 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 and we're good. Yeah, Man, the, fuck the, mazes. The problem, the problem with the one we were in, uh, I was younger, was that there were these towers you had to go in and, like, punch hard. And, like, each punch had, like, a weird little symbol or something in it. Yeah. And between the second and third towers... If you went the wrong way, you would just go between those two towers. Like oh, you, fuck you that. You couldn't get out. So, like, you had to you had to know where the one turn was to get you to, like, the fourth tower to get out. Or you would uh, just go back and forth. Which we did a couple times. Oh, dude. Uh, I learned something. Uh, I went to the Magi Quest in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And the girl I was dating at the time had quite an issue with anxiety. And I learned... That if you go into a mirror maze where all you see are multiple versions of yourself in some sort of horrific daedric nightmare, don't leave your girlfriend with anxiety issues alone in that maze because you want to forge ahead and she's just slowing you down. Because I spent the rest of the night saying I'm sorry profusely. So this episode of Opposite Attractions has just been dedicated to how much mazes fucking suck. Um, but Jim, I hear what you're saying. Even with all these improvements I've made, there are still some problems. There's still gonna be douchebags that find their way in. We would still have to build a secondary theme park and invent our own new cryptocurrency. Which is why I finally ended up saying fuck it and threw a bunch of people in a pit with Nerf guns. And that's about it. That's that's the entire ride. Just some dudes with Nerf guns in a pit. It's called Snurf. Don't know what the, don't know what the S stands for, but it just is there. Alright, so how fucking... Have we been... Oh, wow, we actually... That was that was actually on time. We riffed on mazes just long enough to get us to the finish line, Jim. So, uh, next week's challenge. And we're coming up on the air. We're getting... Your tenure as a uh, Jungle uh, Adventurers Club wannabe is coming to an end soon enough. But 
Last week, you introduced a concept of a brand new section we're adding to our park called the Pirate Bay. Oh, no. <laughs> and I proposed that the Pirate Bay needs to have shitty knockoff rides of other theme park rides. So, Jim, your mission next week is to make a shitty knockoff of, it doesn't matter, Disney, Universal, wherever you want. You have to make a knockoff ride for our park. Oh, yeah, take that, bitch. All right, uh, so Jim, I'm gonna have nope. I'm gonna have uh, about forty. It's gonna be like you with the sponsored ones. I'm just gonna have a list. You just say, like, hold on. I just made all these puns. That's all I've got. That's all I've got. Um, so Jim, where can they find oh, you? God. Uh, on I'm, on I'm on Twitter at apparently, although I haven't tweeted in a while, and I apologize. I've been working on some other things. The the end. Okay. Yeah, yes. I wasn't sure. Because everyone, you do remember that you had another podcast yeah. once, and you're like, should I bring well, it up? Yeah, nah. but I haven't done an episode since before we started this, or around the time that we started Oh, that's episode. right. All right, uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon. There's Quiesel Corp, Quiesel Corp Risen. The end of the month, there's going to be Quiesel Corp Revelations, the finale of the trilogy. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. And then, of course, BS versus the Gods, the first ever book based on a BS Network podcast that made it live. Uh, and, of course, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to buy all of the Opposite Attraction merch you can over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. We got shirts for our theme park from last season, Apex. We got shirts for rides from there and shirts for rides from Vista. A lot of fantastic stuff over there, so make sure to support us over there. And if you want to support us otherwise, go on over to patreon.com slash BS. That way you can support the entire BS Network family of products from a load of BS to uh, Fight Boys to this to the Twitch streams to everything. It helps us out so much over on Patreon. Uh, so thank you guys for that. And, of course, make sure to check out all the older episodes at opposite-attractions.com. Check out Vista. Check out Apex, the creation of both. Live live the story. Get caught up before our soon-to-happen season finale, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, remember you can find Jim and me on Twitter at op at show. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O. W, are you down with O-P-P?